strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, the one elder Namekian you ever see, blew up a scouter knowing that this would be an impactful plotline going forward and not one in an endless cavalcade of red herrings. Will his plan work out? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it impacts anything going forward. <laughs> Just so we're clear, the 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 uh, everything that happened last episode was an old man uh, just like crushed someone's Google Glass. That's it. Essentially, yeah. He because um, the this Frieza the abridged, boys... edited, high impact, high action version of this series. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. He, he came out of his house and he was like, "Okay, Boomer, pew pew." <laughs> <laughs> Blew up his Google Glass. <laughs> Um, mm. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. Super Duper. I am your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Liam. Oh, same quarantine place, same quarantine time. We may be entering phase three, but I got asthma, bitch, so I am inside. And Alex Patak. Uh, I grow weary. (laughs) I grow so weary of these people and their Jackbox games. (laughs) I have quipped every lash. I have made every hilarious t-shirt in TKO. Just write fucky spaghetti. It'll win every time. People are sheep. They're morons. That's it. Just pasta and a curse word. That's all they want. These clapping seals. Oh, they would love it. They would love... What was it? Fucky spaghetti? Fucky, that's it. That's it. I've won 800 games in a row, and I've just written the words fucky spaghetti. (laughs) If I've already used fucky spaghetti, like we played another game, I just write, who daddy? And then I win again. I'm the Dr. Manhattan of Jackbox. I grow so weary of these, these just peons, these just facile creatures I surround myself with. Well, our guest this week is the... Wizard of Wizard and the Bruiser. Are you the wizard or are you the bruiser? We change every time. It makes it much harder to market ourselves. <laughs> He's the wizard of Wizard and the Bruiser. It's Jake Young. Uh, as honorary Alex Patak, let me just say, uh, ah, my wife. My wife. I have a wife. He do be saying that. <laughs> he really do be saying that. Hold on. Let me have a nonsensical interstitial in- instead of an ad sponsor. Hooray. <laughs> Someday Casper will get on board, but until then, who boy, here's some free-flowing thought experiments. I mean, Alex's wife guy energy is so strong that it made our last guest, Alex, into a wife man overnight. He mm. Joe Strix mm. engaged to his girlfriend. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Joe Strix got engaged. We're we're all so proud of our little Joey our Knucklehead. Little Joe, he's growing up. <laughs> Is someone going to tell Alex that you don't actually have to learn Japanese to get by in Japan? Like, all you really have to do is just speak English with, like, an intense Japanese accent that's, like, so over the top. You're like, this has to be racist, but that's just, no, this is just how you get people to understand you in Japan. Yeah, and they're actually like, wow, your accent is so American. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're not being offensive enough. (laughs) We have told them in so many words, but I don't think that's the crux of what's going on. Yeah, he's trying to. Well, the he theory wants to is, watch I think, anime without subtitles, so he can also like game and watch non-dubbed anime. I think is the long game here. I mean, that's the dream. That's really. Yeah. I'm only just this week discovered that you can just listen to a podcast and play video games at the same time, and you don't really miss it. Like game, like video game plots and dialogue is bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
You just need to move from one room and shoot the things that are colored red. It's just, that's it. I'd never, this whole time I've been wasting my life with stories and like listening. Oh yeah, you could have been plugged into a whole second medium. (sighs) Yeah. It really, it changes the way that you, like I feel like I can't do one thing at once anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like I really feel like my brain feels like way too active to just play a game or like just listen to a podcast i have to be doing like four things at once at least um i had a weird revelation the other day where like uh i had to verbally admit to my fiance that like i can't do chores with her because i need a music or a podcast going i have to fully dissociate Mm-hmm. while cleaning and if i'm in the room with her that's rude so i'm just like paralyzed i can't do anything <laughs> like without jimmy way. pardo i can't <laughs> wash a dish yeah uh like my roommate i'll be in a conversation with them and i'm like i don't want to be a dick but i have to close the door and put on a record so i will make my bed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's like it's sometimes it's okay if it's music you can put it on like speakers and and listen to it, you know. But when it's like a podcast, I'm very specifically like if if I need to listen to a podcast, I'm like you you just need to go in another room. I can't you can't hear the podcasts I listen to. Oh no, no, it's every I did, this is I mean obviously this is like confirmation bias. I'm not but like every time I've just had a podcast like playing out loud like just off my phone speakers like when the hosts say just the most dumb shit assertively mm-hmm. that is when someone walks in the room and be like i'm sorry did that guy just say that like women haven't earned more than a hundred thousand dollars in the history of mankind <laughs> Mine's and i have to be worse. like well oh finish your thought please <laughs> no 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 yeah just that like and then you have to explain, like, oh, no, no, I understand. I'm listening to these people that I know are wrong all the time for, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's probably a FedEx package. It's fine. We're loosey-goosey. Yeah, We're loosey-fine. <laughs> Listen, it's, um, it used to, be, used to be tight on the regular show. It's not anymore. <laughs> this is a very loose show, just like the, just like the bonus episodes. <laughs> It's like, yeah, no, no, I listen to these to... people because they're wrong all right, the time. Right, exactly, yes. It's like um, one time I was listening to... Um, I was listening to Come Town, and uh, I was in the elevator at my office, and the headphone thing came out. And usually, that pauses oh. the audio. Usually, you're safe if that happens. This is the one time somehow it didn't, and it just starts playing out loud one of their <laughs> like "I'm gay and my dick is small" songs. <laughs> Mine's bad. Yeah, really terrible I, stuff. If I do a guest spot or something, I have to listen to it to make sure I don't have to cancel myself or some shit. And that's always when mm-hmm. someone walks in on me is me listening to myself, which is mm-hmm. fucking psycho. Like, <laughs> just, just like sitting alone, listening to the sound of my own voice. Like, yes, yes, that was a great riff, Katie. Pat on the back for you. <laughs> Like, it's no good. Good looking out, KRL. Good bit. <laughs> good bit. Still filing stuff away for potential stand-up bits. Oh, my God. How Never going to use them you? again, but you're just stockpiling them. Yeah, my whole just file in case, cabinet. Like, in case there's, like, a Mad Max scenario in the future <laughs> where, like, in order to survive, you need to do stand-up. I can That's... see that because we're weak, so we can't provide physical labor. And I, I, right. like, my uterus is so toxic, I can't make kids. So I gotta like find a use real fast. <laughs> I'd be like, let me entertain you, my king. And it's just some guy on a trash throne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like the the guitar player in Fury Road. You're like chained to the thing, and you have like a weird gimp mask on. And I'm and just, you're like, just like, hey, anyone dating? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's look at this guy with the silver paint on his mouth. (laughs) What a fucking! What does he think? That's a look, huh? Uh, Literally, like you're in a trash jester's motley. You're in like a full (laughs) made out of just waste and garbage, and you're just like pointing to two mutants, being like, "So what's the deal with you? You guys breeding? You guys breeding? What's up? (laughs) Who's breeding? She's nervous. She's like, no, they're just they're just scavenging together. Oh, my dude, my dude, it's not happening. Yeah, y'all ever notice how a positive blood type be walking like this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you guys remember shoes? (laughs) 
See, this is when when the shit hits the fan. When we do hit full on Mad Max, that's when like the birthday clowns, the street magicians, the jugglers will be our new kings. <laughs> These will be the high powered entertainment professionals. I know. That's what I keep saying. Like I, you know. I already had kind of pushed away from stand-up, but really, like, every script I've written in private is just, like, the dumbest, like, and then he falls down and shits himself. I'm like, yes! The <laughs> pinnacle of art! <laughs> yes, give me more. Give me more. What happens after he shits himself? Ah, oh, and then he, he sits in his own shit, and he's like, oh, no, I did a boom-boom in the big boy pant. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's a dance number, just a full-on dance yeah. number, yeah, like we're in the, the 1920s in again. He's still got the shit in his pants, so when he's doing like the twirls with his leg out, yeah, like the shit's comes flying out. out the bottom yeah. of the pants, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. That would have been a gimmick back in the day. That would have been like a Fred Astaire thing. That's that in true, my yeah. Tumbling for posies, there was his big dancing with shit in his pants number where he did all the fun slip slides. Well, you hear about all <laughs> the, like, what used to be considered entertainment back then is insane, uh. like... Uh, Buster Keaton, like his his first act with his father was just that, like he disobeys his father and his father beats him in front of an audience. <laughs> That's just what the bit was. That's what I like love about fa- like vaudeville. It's like, ah, yes, a father beats his son, and a Jew knows the words to a song. Come on down yeah. to the show. <laughs> and that's what birthed modern entertainment. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You're telling me there's a like a like a white person singing? No, no, no! Uh, an exotic man. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. an exotic white, a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ziegfeld, please put me in your show. I I lost my toes in the wall, but I can still scoot and boot with the rest of them. <laughs> you know, Sicilians were forbidden from juggling until 1956. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a is this a real fact? I can't tell with you, Jake, because you have so many of them. <laughs> uh, unfor- I, I'll do my research, but uh, oofy doof. Yeah, oh, I already am. I'm sorry. I'm in a weird hole. We uh, I, on our podcast we do a, a, the history of like a geek subject every week, mm-hmm. and uh, we did the Punisher. We're Woof. doing the Punisher coming up, right. and I was like, oh, it'll be interesting to see how like uh, you know. This like weird seventies comic book character got to be like the official face of fascism, and within the first hour of researching, I figured it out, and it's just sad and bad. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sorry, your commitment to your craft is is admirable, because that sounds horrible. Just like how Jeremy watched uh, fucking Hamilton this weekend for his other podcast. So I really, did. I you, watched Hamilton. Fellas, doing the work. And I just sit here and watch Dragon Ball and let it rain over me. But you should check out, Jake, um, we did a Punisher sketch on our old show on Two oh. Minutes to Late Night. We did, a, uh, we did a bit where he was, a, he was like a band Punisher, but he's also the Punisher. Like, so he's like a guy who asks annoying questions at a show, but he's like Marvel's the Punisher. <laughs> so oh, I forgot about that use of the word Punisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally so he's forgot like, about he's it. He's like going up to people after the show, just like, so... Can you tell me about your your guitar pedals? What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> really cool show, oh. you know. We're going to a bar after if you're if you're trying to hang out or whatever. The leather jacket <laughs> we used for that was so gross. <laughs> it's so huge. It's so huge. So I still disgusting. have it somewhere. Oh man, uh, I. It's serendipitous that Jake's on our show too, because we I did his show to talk about Digimon, and the new Digimon is starting up again. They paused oh, it because of the pandemic, which felt like a personal attack on my sanity. <laughs> but it is back. It's back, baby. Toei is spoon feeding me like a baby bird. That sweet children's cartoon goodness, and it's a relief to my life. One. So good what's thing. going on with it? What's they it's, did like three episodes and then they paused, right? Yeah, because I guess they had to pause production on a bunch of properties. But I, mm-hmm. I, it's it's updating again, and I am watching it, and I, I it's great. <laughs> Wait, it's is are they doing like it's is it chronologically like the same as Try, or are they just rebooting and redoing the original series? Yeah, they're rebooting the whole original series. Um, so they are following kind of the original plot but it first of all the animation's really fucking good and it weirdly has like an evangelion feel 
Uh, Japan, the USA almost nukes Japan because of a computer fuck up in like the second episode. Like it's just really crazy. Uh, And uh, you know, we live in bad times right now, fellas. So sometimes you just want your old friend Agumon to come on (laughs) screen and just be like, "You remember simpler times, Katie? Hey, in Japan, my attack's called Baby Fire. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Baby Fire. Don't mind me. I'm Charmander with thumbs. Ty, (laughs) we're outside of Ground Zero, but we're within the radiation belt. We'll wish we had died. Ty, it's me, your friend Akumon. <laughs> Ty, your your shadow is painted on the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the ending of this series where you find out this is all like a fever dream of, of Ty while he's like in the mental institution being pumped full of drugs because he keeps having hallucinations of of uh, a dinosaur named Agumon to disassociate from his childhood. <laughs> Well, it's disassociate from the fact, if we're going to continue the bit, he's dissociating from the fact that the skin has fallen off of his hands due to nuclear yeah. radiation. I mean, that's real. Beep, beep. Oh, my God. Am I digivolving? No, Ty, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. What is... <laughs> Oh boy! And then where Garurumon just shows up and is just like, "I fuck." <laughs> uh, I was here for the play party. Instead, I'm just watching his kid's skin fall off. <laughs> is that the which one is that? Is that the angel one? No, no where that Garurumon, was the leather pants. <laughs> he's a furry, basically. So he evolved. There's this like dog monster, and you're like, "Look at him! He's a dog monster." And then he turns into a dog monster in like bondage pants. That is a man with a chest. <laughs> so oh, I'm looking abs. Oh, Rippling. wow, yes. No, that is a... Um, <laughs> I mean, this isn't like... I wouldn't say this is an explicitly horny illustration, but it's not far. Mm. I mean, someone definitely saw that, and they were like, hubba, hubba. Yeah, it's really... It's the gigantic feet is what's doing it for me here. Uh, Katie, you know what you really have to check out? Yeah, what? Um... Last week we did like a whole week of uh, of uh, stuff for Gem, like the old eighties show. Oh, I love it! And it Gem. holds up so well. It is incredible how well it holds up. I would love that. I always love the Misfits fashion because uh, I'm a god. The Misfits are amazing. <laughs> the Misfits are so fucking cool. Like again, you know, because we were like actual babies when this thing came out. Yeah. yeah. And so like, and you, you know, and it's like lunchboxes and like vaporwave memes and like gifts, and you don't really like remember what the show was. But like, if you can find, you know, on any uh, illegal uh, giant depository of every cartoon that is ever made, that I'm sure everyone has their own favorite one. Uh, they have all the gem episodes, and like the music is amazing. The uh, animation from Toei is incredible. Uh, like the miss again, the misfits. I'm talking Roxy. I'm talking Britta. I'm talking. <laughs> well, you know um, they they say it right up top. We are the misfits. Our songs are better. And you know what? It's no, true. Oh. We are the misfits. No, We're literally, the misfits. We're gonna get her. Uh, and they really no, do. No, because every episode. Um, Jem would have to sing like a weird song that's just like, when you have friends, friends that care about you, you gotta hold on to the friends. And like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then fucking Pizzazz would walk in, like kick a cop to the floor and just be like, I want money. Give me money, 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 money. I'm gonna buy your dad. Like, it's so, <laughs> they're so fucking cool. Wait, so Jem was a, uh, Jem was a Toei property? No, it was uh, it was back in the eighties. Uh, so like GI Joe, Transformers, all of those shows were like the Hasbro mm-hmm. went to an advertising agency. The advertising agency went to Marvel Productions, which was this uh, doomed multimedia company run by Stanley at the time, uh, and they outsourced the animation to Toei. Right, and so like. Occasionally, like you can tell when like characters just turn into anime characters because they went off model and like they <laughs> couldn't afford like redos. That's so uh, fast. And I again, d- and doing the research, it turns out like the animation directors were hardcore weebs, and they would like steal shots and like trade tapes of like uh, Urusei Yatsur, like uh, Lum or whatever, like eighties like oh, yeah. anime, and steal. Yeah. 
So the reason why Jem has that like anime, uh, anime girl study vibe, chillax vaporwave aesthetic is because like it was it was actually a moment of cross cultural pollination. It's really really fascinating. Yeah. Like honest, the Jem Jem. Start watching Gem. Let the pain melt away. There is no terror. There is no war. There is no sickness. Only Gem. Didn't they try to make a movie out of it? They yeah, did. It was terrible. That. It was genuinely horrible. Fuck that. Gem and the this is like such film. a good. Here we go. I don't need that much of a suggestion to watch Gem and the Holograms, but this is a very good pitch. Uh, I remember Jake that you 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 were really into K-pop, and I'd like to surface a uh, 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 idea to you. Um, so I'm really into this type of movie that I would label as a music movie, not to be conflated with a musical. And like what I consider a mm-hmm. music movie is like rock and roll high school or talking heads, true stories or like spice world where the music is performed, but it is not a musical. It's like still right. a plot based movie with dialogue and stuff. And does it have I to be, like, um, does it have to be band centered for you? Not necessarily, because uh, True Stories was not necessarily about the Talking Heads, but they mm-hmm. did write all the songs in True Stories. So, like, um, uh, School of Rock would count? No, that's a musical. Interesting. Yeah, because that's... that's uh, Well, actually, I don't know. Because it's a band. They play all the them. songs, yeah. I Yeah, I might be affected because it, it has since been made into a musical. Right, yes. Um, but I, you know what? That's interesting. But I, <laughs> I think it does need to be band centric. Like someone had to have written the songs. Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm also thinking like Hard Day's Night shit like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it has I to be tied back to a real life musical uh, performance, musical group. act. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think we're due for another one of these, and I think it should be like a boy band. Do you do you think there's a K-pop band that is due for a wacky romp where they get into shenanigans and uh, you know we all learn about their personalities and outfit choices? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I actually have a very narrow window of the greater K-pop universe, but mm. like uh, the way. Obviously, I, for the American market, they should totally do that. They should, from Justin to Kelly, uh, BTS, yes. or my personal fi- uh, stands, uh, NCT One Two Seven. But the way the me- like, if you really wanted to see uh, beautiful K-pop stars, uh, men or women, uh, just frolic and go on adventures, there's each band has their own like entire pocket media empire of like reality shows vlogs live streams like if you really want if you find a like i don't know uh i think you'd really like mama moo which <laughs> is um they are it's uh it's basically the korean equivalent of saying like goo goo gaga uh but <laughs> it's a foursome of the most like uh i feel like they have powerful witchy by energy and their songs fucking slap mm. it's like real good <laughs> I'll have to check that out. And there's only four of them, so it's not like one of those things where, like, here's 17 teenagers for you to gawk at. Like, it's oh, it's a much... It's, it's a it's manageable... It's a refined, more... Ad- yeah. It's a, good, it's a good jumping point. Well, okay, then let me, let me resurface this question. What modern band in the U.S. do you guys think that they should do that with? I was thinking, like, Brockhampton. Are people even in bands anymore? Aren't bands kind of old school? Group. Like, wh- whatever, say, Grandma. Yeah, a band or group or, like... Um... It could be a pop, like, it could be a, like... Right, because the closest thing we had to a boy band for a while was that moment Brockhampton had two years ago. Um, but I know they were having problems. We can even... Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see the band... Um... Uh, super organism get like a um, like an Aquabat style cartoon show. I think that would be pretty fun. Oh, that could be fun. That would be very fun. Yeah. Um, because they they already are very cartoony. I feel like I pegged them as a cartoon band before I knew or that like, they wh- liked cartoons so much. Or like, what if Scott Two Network got a posse and then? <laughs> yeah, Scott Two Network. Little. I feel like a Scott Two Network show just in general could be very fun. Um. I envision a Sony animated CG film detailing the downfall and reinvention of Smash Mouth as a cross-generational cipher <laughs> for all the promise of the 2000s that we have let gone asunder. And every character and is called... played by Shrek. 
<laughs> no, but like, oh, I guess it would have to be DreamWorks because you'd have to incorporate have to, Shrek. Yeah. yeah. It would so be, yeah, it would be DreamWorks animated. Would it would be kind of like the monkey's head, except like more psychedelic, yes. like animated. Absolutely. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. The monkey's head, but animated by DreamWorks. Invol- and at some point there is a 10 minute devolved Shrek journey to madness. And then it's just, and we end up with just a bunch of dudes in their late 40s, early 50s, playing at state fairs, just like playing all-star for one last ride. (laughs) And uh, the title of the film is Somebody Once Told Me. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, I like it. I like that, yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) This summer, put your finger and your thumb in the shape of an (laughs) apple on your forehead. (laughs) Oh, and they do like the tuned down, really slow version of You're an All Star. You're an All Star. You're going too fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You I really would have to breathier, be like, slower. Get your game on. Go play. And then there's like laughter in the Like there's baby laughter, yeah. and they're like. And then, like, you know, you see. And like Smash a little harpsichord or something. Or only shooting stars break the and it's like the final battle between Smash Mouth and I guess like uh, Lit Fair Naked Ladies Fair Naked Ladies okay oh my god yeah Lit's funnier Lit's funnier I'm sorry so funnier like, and we're just watching hey man, them run at each other across a burning field. <laughs> no, I just love like the idea of like Smash Mouth in the green room and like the guy from Lit like, Welcome to the big leagues, fellas, and he hands him a bowl of like Surge Cola or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> vault, vault. A nice cool bottle of vault. <laughs> Yo, that's mm. so funny. God, it'd be a shame if people who aren't exactly the age 35 to 37 are listening to this. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we have conversations all the time on here where I'm like, who is this for? Who, who is this for? Who is this age? You have to be a very specific age. This is like that noodle caboodle conversation. Yeah, like, who noodle caboodle, yeah. Um, noodle, oh, sorry. Yeah, My or bad. like... Um, Oh man, I just heard I was at uh, I was in Long Island over the weekend or last weekend I guess it was um and uh I heard a radio ad for Stu Leonard's. You remember Stu Leonard's? Hell yeah. Um Yeah, Katie, they have the yeah, animatronic yeah. house. That stuff still yes. exists, man. Yeah, you know it does. So but so the the commercial though is the guy from Stu Leonard's and you hear like there's like a Stu Leonard's jingle and then it's the guy it's like, "Hey, I'm, you know, Dave Leonard, son of you know, grandson of Stu Leonard. I, you know, I'm still running this company. Blah blah blah. Listen, my daughter died in a very unfortunate drowning, <laughs> and you're like, what? And he's like, you know, we. I thought my wife was watching her. She thought I was watching her. My daughter drowned. Anyway, Wait, I'm raising what? money for drowning awareness. <laughs> and you're like, you're the animatronic guy. What are you doing? Yeah. Yo, like it, you walk what? into the store and it's the same ad, but it's coming out of like just a robot. Cow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like a a dancing turnip being like children drowning buckets every day. No one's talking about it. Don't take your wife's word That's... for it that she's watching your daughter. <laughs> oh, woof! That marriage. <laughs> yeah, he had to like take this argument to the fucking radio. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a sad shame that um, uh, very few supermarket magnate marriages survive the loss of a child <laughs> like that. So I'm really rooting for him. <gasps> oh Oof. my god! Oh man! That's god, dark. you've just cast a pall over like all these pleasant memories of like singing yeah, eggs. Uh-huh. This is like really messing with me. You know, oh, no, I'm not going to make that riff. This is a tragedy of this man's suffering, and I'm going to roll up that joke yeah, and we put all, it into the void. Listen, we all feel That's bad. Called Rest in peace, uh, Susie Leonard. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Absolutely horrible thing that's happened to you, Susie. Jeremy. <laughs> Boy, it's not a riff to make up a name for somebody. <laughs> 
This is a good uh, point to say that uh, leave a review on iTunes for Dragon Ball Super. It helps the podcast yeah. get noticed, really get that uh, word of mouth going. Uh, don't mention anything that uh, has happened this particular yeah. episode, but really give these actually, guys Actually, you know a what? Boost. It's time for, Jeremy, it's actually time for a mid-roll, you know- mid-show ad read. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Stop and Shop. <laughs> Jeremy. The ice you skate is getting pretty thin. <laughs> and it's really ironic because little Susie couldn't swim. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh. Uh, we have, this is the last episode of Evangelion of podcasting. <laughs> That's what we've <laughs> Jeremy's cat is about to turn into a huge booby lady and we're all going down. Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time, Taki. <laughs> Start pulling your weight around here. <laughs> oh, all right, I think it's time to talk about it? Dragon Ball. Oh, I just broke a board over here. Ah, that's me, Ricky Chopping Block. Sorry, Ricky Chocolate Block is my Ellis Island name. I'm Pasta Fugaducci. If you're looking to learn karate, you gotta come to my school and I'll fucking serve you a hot plate of this stuff. But otherwise, you should listen to Ballin' Out Super Podcast. It's a great way to spend time with your friends, quietly listening to other people riffing, or just a way to fill the air while you teach a room full of children how to kick a man. That's right, get them right in the balls. If you really want to support the show for just $5 a month, they'll give you a whole smack of a new episode. GT style, that is. Well, my hair is burning. I lit my hair on fire. <laughs> That's another angle we didn't fit into the ad. Okay. Um, I forgot to write the episode name down. Can you oh, <laughs> tell yeah. me what it um... is? I have it right here. Uh, it's Dodorius terrifying chase exclamation point. A truth revealed to Vegeta exclamation point. The title of the episode is <laughs> what Jake just said. Uh, <laughs> beep beep. All aboard. Genocide o'clock on planet Namekia. <laughs> we uh, we open up if you remember. Uh, you know, uh, Frieza and his pal Dodoria were on their uh, you know, uh, inglorious bastards cosplay shit, just knocking on doors and being calling themselves the Jew Hunter. Uh, and uh, so there is a middle, uh, like a grandpa age Namekian who uh, last episode blew up everyone's scouters and is trying to save two little green baby Namekians. And Dodoria is like, all right, I'm going to fuck you up now. And he's like, JK, I'm going to fuck up the strong- your strongest guys. These are your strongest guys. Fuck it. Uh, I'm going to punch this one's guts out, and I'm going to zap the <laughs> shit out of this second one. Oh, you're going to drop a bomb on me? Too bad, so sad. I'm going to squish you against a mountain like you're a fucking <sighs> mosquito. How about that? Yeah, so he does like a full-blown Riccio punch through the body type of thing. It's very cool. Yeah, a bunch of guts fly I'm, out. Yeah. I kind of miss this era of Dragon Ball. This Me is too. I, I I know Kai is like super edited together, but like this exact run of like two or three episodes, I think I'm like casting back my mind's eye to the early <laughs> days, but I think this was the first episodes of Dragon Ball Z that I ever watched on like the weird syndicated like 6 right. a.m. run back <laughs> in the day. And everything about it is like if you were watching American cartoons your entire childhood up until this point, it is yeah. This episode would like, blow your fucking mind if all you knew was like Speedy Gonzalez. Literally, like the level of violence, this like almost it, per, like perfect zone of Dragon Ball violence, where like everyone's strong enough to do like crazy damage and do crazy over the top fight moves, but not so overpowered that it's just two gods like zapping right, yeah. each other because he just like breaks someone's neck at some point in just a very real yeah. way and you're like oh my god there's just like <laughs> there's like stakes and consequences and like people's clothes still get torn you see so much guts in this one i was just yeah. like oh shit 
getting real. Uh, Frieza turns to the elderly gentleman and he's like, see what quick work I made of your boys. Your crew is whack and so are your shoes. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, I'm sure you learned an itty bitty lesson. It's apology time. Give me a little kiss and a dragon ball. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know, uh, I will do that, but you, you, you gotta, please don't hurt, harm these babies. And Gohan's watching this, and he is about to go off. He's pacing back and forth going, fuck this guy. And Krillin's like, I don't, uh, I mean, I support the movement. I just don't, I don't have time. Yeah, is violence really the answer here? Why are people looting? Uh... Gohan, no, don't! You're taking up uh, space in in a, in a <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't take up you can't uh, silence Gohan, other voices. Gohan, before you go and protect him, make sure that you ask if they're in an emotional position to receive such information. So, so yeah, uh, freezes like Dragon Balls, please. Now uh, he. Forks over the Dragon Balls, and he's like, okay, we had a deal. Please leave so I can protect my little green babies. And Frieza's like, They no. did not have a deal. He, They did not have a deal at all. He's like, you promise if I help you, you won't hurt the children. And Frieza's <laughs> just like, eh. <laughs> like, there's but no... Also, but the old guy is like, your promise. But also, like, t- like read the room, dog. <laughs> like, what about the situation <laughs> you think you have any leverage in whatsoever? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Frieza's like, well, you got to tell us where the others are, because I don't know if you remember, but you step all over our little scouters, and now we don't know how to find them. And he's like, I won't. I won't do it. I can't and I won't. And he's like, damn, you're being rude as hell. I guess I'll murder you with your kids, though. Okay. Frieza's just like oh, really on some bitchy shit this whole episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he literally has lines like, if you'd rather die than care for these kids, I mean, that's on you. Yeah. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> uh, Frieza, so the kids start running away and Frieza's like whatever and Dodoria just zaps one of them clear dead and it's pretty intense it's really like, brutal I remember seeing man. this as a kid and um, they murder a baby <laughs> yeah uh, Dende is, is meant to be exactly Gohan's age I'm pretty sure so that kid looked about yeah. Dende's age uh, so they just killed a kid they punched a guy's guts out then killed a kid uh, whose name by the way is Cargo yeah. Wow. <laughs> R.I.P. Cargo. Yeah. You were mighty short. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a snail joke. Because right. like escargo. What? Oh, uh, are they oh. all named after like cephalopods? Uh, well, they're either piccolo is an instrument. Yeah, they're though. either instruments or uh, I think bugs, or just like general words. Like guru is just a guru. Wait, right. nail was named after snails, not the pointy things we use to attach oh, there beautiful carpentry yeah, together. Right. Okay, and then that dude, uh, oh the dude God. who um, who gets killed later, uh, his name is Muri. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, I, I don't know. I mean, it might be a trick. your your, your uh, theorem is just falling apart yeah. as but, soon as you would put it together. But Dragon Ball generally does follow that thought with naming, right? Because Piccolo's so. I mean, you're not totally Piccolo's brothers are all named like tambourine a... and drum and stuff. Yeah, and the Briefs family has that unfortunate bra sister, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, other holy shit thing from this episode that like tr- like burned itself into my memory is that our two clear heroes, like clearly the good guys, Krillin and Gohan. I had no con. I didn't even know Goku was a guy yet at this point. I'm just tuning in. But our two heroes are just watching all this happen, crying at their own <laughs> impotence on a hillside the entire time. Which, an, again, not standard adventure right. or storytelling. An important lesson about masculinity learned early on. Uh, so, yeah, he, they watch as this baby's murdered. And, of course, Gohan is like, 
fuck this, fuck this. And Krillin's like, relax, Gohan. It's just a little genocide. <laughs> uh, Dodoria, the, our pink Rocky murderer man, goes, uh, fuck you, old man. And then he instant transmissions around and breaks his neck. Just fully snaps his uh, neck. His eyes go dead. And that's just a dead yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like 90 degree angle. Yeah. Like really, like Jeremy said, like weirdly uh, uh, real for this fantasy series where people shoot lights out of their yeah. hands. Uh, I'm sure in the original dub, they're like, that's it. I'm going to turn your spinal cord yeah. into another dimension. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Or like you hear like off screen him just go like, my neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you hurt my um, neck? <laughs> uh, thanks for the adjustment. But yeah, I, I think- was going to see the Namekian chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tadori, I didn't know you were a chiropractor. I'm going to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> All <Yeah>. off screen. <laughs> the, uh, if they if they didn't uh, the, if if, if Namekians didn't canonically have like obscure weird uh, genital butthole areas, they would have definitely made him shit his pants too, <laughs> like for how dead he is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so the little the surviving little boy who we later find out is Dende, but we don't know yet, uh, is running away. And he gets cornered by Dodoria, and that's why Gohan is like, that's it, beast mode! And he just zip-zaps over there and throws uh, Dodoria through a house. And he's like, that's what you get, jerko! Yeah. And... (laughs) Really just not up for the level of... uh, Like, that is not the line that was needed at that moment. Yeah, well, you know, he's a baby, still learning on his in-game chat, you know? Yeah. He hasn't had the proper training. His father has only been around for six months of his entire life, and not consecutively. Uh, but like, if I had hunted down the man who killed my family allegedly, um, like, and then my last line is like, "Ha ha ha! You're being yeah. a real meanie pants." Like, it's still, <laughs> it's still very weird when he's like, "Take that, you jerk face!" <laughs> you dumb tinabby. And then Krillin's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. He blew us up. We can't handle this. He has so many guys. He's so strong. This is about to go down. We'll never be able to come see shows here again. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) Krillin just grabs the little green baby and flies away. And he's like, get your ass out of here. Get your ass out. So they fly away. And Dodoria, Frieza's like, you need to bring them back to me. And Dodoria gives chase after them. Which he announces is, you'll never get away from me. And uh, Krillin's like, he's just too fast. We went full Top Gun during this part of the show. I think there was like a whole episode back in the day where they were just like in a full-on dogfight air chase with this pink fat man. That tracks, yeah. I mean, that sounds right. It's just like there's... (laughs) I believe it. There, it's full highway to the danger zone. There are bogeys on (laughs) Krillin 6 and he he can't shake them. Yeah, he's uh, Dodoria's shooting beams that are doing like you know double helixes, and they're like dodging them. It is very reminiscent of like a plane fight. And then he nicks Krillin's shoulder, which makes him drop the little green baby like a bitch. And of course, Gohan scoops it up, and he's like, "I guess I have to do everything, even though you're the goddamn adult." <laughs> uh, Want to remind everybody I'm supposed to be in first grade. <laughs> I don't know how to read. Uh, (laughs) So uh, Krillin's like, all right, we can't beat this guy physically. Look at us. You are a baby and I am a cuck of a man. So we need to think of something else to do. And he finds it in himself to do a KO Ken to blind him. So he or, uh, does solar a big flare. old flash in Dodoria's face. Yeah, solar flare, he uses sorry. the Japanese name, though. That's something like Ki- Kyoken or something. Yeah, that's what confused yeah. me. He does a solar flare, and Dodoria's like, Oh, my eyes! I didn't consider this option! And uh, <laughs> they zip-zap away to hide in a mountain bank. Dodoria. I love a good solar flare. It's yeah. the most effective it's move. So, they never do it after like a couple like the next by the next arc, they never use it again. 
Um, because I'm a sweet, sweet good boy, I made sure to do my homework and I looked up the Dragon fandom wiki for the Solar Flare. And each character within Dragon Ball who has done the Solar Flare what? only does it twice. Krillin does it twice. Goku does it twice. Cell does it twice. It's like this weird Even pattern TN. in the anime. And uh, I don't remember. I don't think I saw the thing TN was that it was TN's on that move. list. Like, TN was the one who like originates it. Yeah. So maybe yeah. in Z, let's just say that. Let's just let's just save my my ass with that, Paul. Um, I'm I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> but like it, it has like no energy cost. Like it's clearly it's not like I have to summon all my energy to pull. Like no, you can just like yeah. whip it out at any time. Uh, despite all the fact that like you are fighting cosmic warriors, interstellar assassins, genetic freaks, gods, like, everyone's just like, owie, ow, the bright light. Like, it's just so <laughs> fucking effective. Yeah. The enti- like, no villain in Dragon Ball should be a threat at all if even the weakest members of the team can just instantaneously, painfully blind someone with, no, with like, no buildup. Yeah, it also seems like, compared to everything else, it doesn't need a lot of energy. Everyone could do a right. solar flare and keep living their lives. Well, and that's the you beauty know? of the move. That's <sighs> the, the you know the the fact that everyone has eyes. You know every every villain. That's the one <laughs> thing they all got in common. They all got eyes. Uh, every one of them. Wow, they really? Jerry. This is what Blowing I. This is what mind. I get paid they for. Should have gone the JoJo. This is my route. job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, Dragon uh, Ball fucked up. They should have done, like, the JoJo route or the Hunter Hunter route where, like, yeah, everyone has, like, powers, but, like, how they figured out how to use their right. power is, like, a little bit different. Like, I don't know. You could, like, you could use some key and, like, throw your voice. You could use some key and, like, uh, create illusions. There's all sorts of wacky shit you could do, but instead it's just fucking well, mouth beams and hand beams. Well, it used to feel like that, right? Because, like, um, it felt like, uh, like, Solar Flare is very different from a Kamehameha, and so is, like, Wolf Fang Fist is very different from a Kamehameha. And it almost felt like Kamehameha is kind of like the the pinnacle, right? Is like somebody figured out how to shoot beams out of their hands, and you're like, holy shit! Like we should all learn how to do that because that's going to be really valuable going forward. Uh, but then after that, they just never had another good idea. Oh my god! And all the oh yeah, Denoria. and all the cool shit. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. Finish. No, I'll finish the, all the cool shits from back in right, the day, yeah. back in regular Dragon Ball, where they had to fight like different martial arts schools and stuff. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love I I'm love original Dragon Ball, uh, with the little martial arts schools plots and the little babies when they were still likable. It was very charming. Different show, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I I forgot to point out that Dodoria's beams are yes. mouth beams, and there's something very funny about this like giant pink like herpetic blob shooting pink like beams out his yes. mouth while he's like barreling through the sky. It's a very, very funny, funny shot. But anyway, so the the kids go to they go to hide and like Krillin's just like talking nonstop and Gohan's literally like, "Hey, shush." Um but they notice that Dodoria is just going back and forth because you know, he doesn't have a scouter, so he doesn't know where they are and they're like, "Ha ha ha, you're so dumb." And he's like, "Oh yeah, my hands can make a nuclear bomb. I will just blow up this mountain. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. <laughs> so he levels it, um, but because he can't read their power, he doesn't realize that they get away. And then he literally says out loud, okay, those guys are definitely dead. No need to double check. I'll just be on my way. <laughs> Uh, Shall I look slightly t- above me? <laughs> There's simply no, no, no time, time, and my neck no is time. too fragile. <laughs> not me, not Dodoria. Old yeah. looky forward, they call me. <laughs> 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 they don't call me no uh, neck Dodoria for nothing. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it doesn't look like he has a no, lot of mobility doesn't. on yeah, that He's thing. got one of those like early 90s Henry Rollins uh, necks. Where like you just are in like the you're in like the oh, Michael yeah. Keaton Batman costume. You have to turn your whole body to look everywhere. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, then we cut to some quick fan service of Bulma in the tub, calling her dad on the phone, being like, "Oh my god, I came all the way out here, and then these aliens took our balls, and I'm just like, I hate it. I want to go home." And he's like, "Whoa, honey." Uh, that just sounds gosh darn awful. 
Uh, I'm a big fan it's of. It's just Dom- really amazing that that scene made the cut. It's weird. They they edited out all these uh, other scenes that really didn't move the plot forward. But for yeah, some weird. reason, I wonder this what it was about it. this it's scene just, that they uh, really thought needed to stay in here. <laughs> I do. I'm a big fan of whenever Dr. Breeze is on screen with his little cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, just real dad hours. Just uh, as we established last week, he definitely swings, or at least as a cuck, and we're here for it in the positive form. Cuck in the positive. (laughs) Um, Just a real sweet man who has a lot of bossy women in his life, and he just knows to be like, whatever you say, honey. Oh, what? You're breaking (laughs) up. Okay. Love you, Smooches. But he informs Bulma. uh, He goes, well, you can't leave. Goku's on his way. And she's like, oh, yay. Goku's going to save me. Yay. And then that's it. Uh, So that was important, I guess. Yeah. Then Dodoria's just scooting around. He's like, look at me, scooting my boot. Oh, no, I've been <laughs> shot at. Who is it? It's Jeets. And he's like, well, 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 look at this sack oh of God. shit. <laughs> now, I will say there is some excellent Vegeta shit talking in this scene. Just like real <laughs> short king. Yeah, absolute spinning. riff king. Yeah, he's like... He is the weirdest anti-hero in this arc. I love it. It's He's just <laughs> this short, balding man who is just as evil as everyone else, but like it's so triumphant to just for him to just dunk on yeah. all of his old co <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. It's all just like work he's scuffles like- where they're just like, him and Vegeta, <laughs> they, they, they had to use the copier at the same time and things have never been the same between them. <laughs> Well, 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 Dodoria, <laughs> whose day is it to clean the fridge now? Dodoria, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I couldn't help but notice your edible arrangement sitting in the back of the fridge. I think it's been there for, what, two, three months now? <laughs> I think it's time to clean well, it up. Well, well, well. <laughs> Yeah, he literally is like, not so tough without your friends, which is really like, so you didn't invite me to do karaoke at Benikin's. Well, look where it got you now. Uh. But then Dodoria has the brilliant idea like, wait, I know you're mad and want to kill me and everyone I know, but what if I told you some information that yeah. definitely won't get yeah. me extra kill? So he, gives him the, he gives him the well, Dragon Ball wait, equivalent of uh, information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Dejoria sees that Vegeta has a scouter skill, and he knows everyone's gotten blow up, and he's like, oh, I see you've noticed my scouter. Yes, it would take you seven days to get more, and he's like, oh, yeah, um, uh, uh, I need to make a phone call, and he's like, here, you can have it. He throws it on the ground. And Dodoria's like, okay, you finally came to his senses. And then he puts his little foot on it, smashes it all up, and he's like, (laughs) too bad, so sad. I watched someone fight on Earth, and now I know a skill. (laughs) And that skill is sensing people's energy. But it is not knowing that people can suppress their energy. Because then Dodoria's Mm -hmm. like... Oh, well, you with those two earth bitches? He's like, no, I eat earth bitches for breakfast. <laughs> and they're definitely not here because I don't sense them. And I'm like, great. Okay. Good plot hole, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, a Frieza attacks him. He tries to rip off his arms like a tasty lobster. And uh, Dodoria begs him not to kill him. And he says, I have some pertinent information that I read on QAnon. Would you like <laughs> to hear? <laughs> Vegeta's like, go on, and he says, ha, 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 you thought your whole generation was wiped out by a meteorite. It was actually Frieza, and we were all laughing about it at yeah. Benigan's without and actually, we still Karaoke laugh night. about it. We still find it funny. <laughs> yeah, it happened two years ago or whatever, and we talk about it We still it all send the, the screen cap to each other. We actually took a video on our cell phone. <laughs> we, still ta- we still send the Stop picture to each other game. all the time. <laughs> We say, yeah, we, we, we have a game where we wait till we think you forgot about it and we send it out like two in the morning and we laugh and laugh and the whole thing just picks up again. And Vegeta's like, that's whack! And he's like, also, I'm gonna kill you now. What, you stupid? Blam, blam. 
uh, witness the strength of a Saiyan prince. I'm so strong. I'm so strong. I'm the prince. Look at me go. <laughs> and then the show goes, by the way, Goku, he's working out. Okay, That's end it. episode. <laughs> These guys are going to fight. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Wow. You know, it was an important day for both of our main uh, protagonists. Uh, Vegeta found you... out that his entire planet was murdered, and Goku uh, is doing push-ups. And then the announcer is like, "Yeah, they're gonna f- sorry, they're gonna Jeremy battle each other picture. someday, and it's gonna be really important." Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> love it. Strap in for that shit next time on Dragon Ball Z. All right. That's, that's it, it. That's that it. All right. Let's uh, rate the episode. Do an email. Get out of here. Out of seven Dragon Balls, Katie. This was pretty fun. I mean, it was really brutal. I like that there was a lot of fighting. Um, I didn't love. It was a little like y- jumpy. Mm. I, I, you know, fuck it. I'll give it a, a six out of seven. I thought Damn. it was pretty fucking good. Nice, it was pretty Jake. Fun. What do you say? Damn. Nice. Uh, I'll say six out of seven as well, uh, especially for the weird childhood flashback I had to having my mind blown by this insanely violent nightmare show. Uh, also, it's a very good vertical slice of what the Namek arc really is about, which is Vegeta just shitting on his former co-workers, uh, Krillin and Gohan just being scared on a and mountainside. genocide everywhere. Uh, Bulma, yeah. Yeah, yeah, high tension genocide, really just uh, just torture porn on some green dudes. Um, yeah, it really it really uh, yeah. made me wistful. Uh, I'm also going to give it six out of seven. That's I think so it is uh, fantastic. It is uh, emblematic of of everything that we love about this goddamn franchise. It's like this, we're in the good part now, uh, and I'm very excited. It's nothing but. Nothing but net for a little while here. I mean, honestly, because we got a lot of great fights coming up. Swish. All right. Let's read a fucking email, huh, folks? It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Let's go! All right. This Wait, where's email. the theme song? Well, it'll, it'll be in post. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't, no, no, we don't play Do it what? live. <laughs> I don't, I'm living the dream. I get to talk back to one of my favorite podcasts. I want the full experience. I know. I want to, Well, I want to get the little deck going. I want to get a little button thing. I, I can't do it, though. <laughs> fine, yet. fine. I'll accept this compromised experience. All right. Email. This is... This is from uh, Kyle Cress. Hello. Uh, title of email, Our World's Most Powerful Warrior. What's up, ballers? Hope you're all doing well in the hellscape of isolation that is our current reality. Just started listening to the pod, and I'm in shock. You've reviewed every episode of Super. That show looks like absolute shit, both narratively and artistically. <laughs> you truly are braver than the troops. Thank you very much. It is a very bad Thank show. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, give me your seat on the bus, JK. I am not on the bus. What, are yeah. you crazy? What are you crazy? <laughs> Don't put me on a bus. Uh, I've mostly uh, listened to your Kai episodes, so I apologize if you've already covered this. But who do you think would represent our universe in the Tournament of Power, and why is that person Britney Spears? She recently posted on her Instagram page irrefutable evidence that she shattered Usain Bolt's 100-meter dash record and has uh, since been deleted. The people are too afraid of Britney's power level. The world is clearly not ready for a pop star to master the instant transmission technique, but I doubt this will stand in Britney's way of reaching her true potential as a warrior. What's your input on this? Is our representative Britney bitch, or do you think there's possibly someone more powerful? Stay safe and justice for KRL. Well, first of all, I think she's a very formidable choice. We all know Comrade Brittany has been going through it, and that she's a Dragon Ball fan because she posts pictures of her son's drawings all the time uh, of Dragon Ball art. Yes. But what you need to understand about Brittany is she's in a conservative. How you say that? When you get all your rights taken away and like someone else is in charge of your money. 
Oh, oh uh, conservancy. Uh, it starts. Yeah, it starts with a C. It's really brutal and should not be legal, but it is. So Brittany, although she's a really powerful warrior, I don't know if she would like be allowed to tournament of power. You That's know, true, someone yeah. we would have to there's no freedom until all of us are free. And that includes Britney Spears. It does, yes. Uh, who are who are other formidable choices? Other powerful warriors we would send to the <laughs> Tournament of Power, along um, with Britney Spears. We're assuming Britney can go, but we need a team, right? We need, what was it, five okay. or six? How many people yeah. needed to go? I think it was six. We're going to say it's six it's for, a while. for uh, the sake of this. Commodator. Already, we got to have that uh, 20-foot-tall Antifa guy from the protests. Yes! Yes! yes. He looks like Snake Eyes from G.I. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> That guy rules. All right, he's going for yeah. sure. Arms the size of a for kilometer, sure. just a gigantic orangutan of public disturbance. Just unreal, yes, yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, um, Who's like a real psycho that we can send? Mm. Like uh, um, someone that you know, like secretly is like in on some shit. Yeah, somebody who's got like... like, like like, like a like a real edge. Okay. Someone that like has nothing like I don't know. I mean shows up to fit. the tournament of power in that little hat from the blacklist. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um what about um I feel like maybe he has like a cult power secretly. <laughs> I feel like somebody like um uh Jason Momoa would be really helpful. Oh, yeah, not to mention, what a PR move. You yeah, know? exactly. He's you need you need man. a face. You need a Goku, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely a Goku. Uh, what about... Let's see. Uh, I keep thinking of just, like, old men. I'm like... <laughs> I know, let's get some diversity oh. in this lineup. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to. Oh, fuck. I saw this chick that I... Like, I never simp online, like, oh, on no, my I, Twitter. Oh, no, I know exactly who you're talking about, yes. We need to send her. Yeah, okay. So there's this bodybuilder <laughs> from Canada that like made my head explode because I never seen her before. Hold on. I got I got to find We all spend too much time on Twitter. I know exactly what Brickhouse goddess you're talking Natasha, about. <laughs> Natasha Aghey. I saw her and I'm like, yes, I am gayer than I ever had before. I'm at my full potential of gayness right now. It's autonomous, ultra like- gay stinked. <laughs> She's literally Chun-Li. She's real. <laughs> yeah. And she's not here ending my life, so she might as well go <laughs> to the Tournament of Power. <laughs> um, so what is that? That was four. Uh, we need one of those old Jewish me- ladies that are a 90-degree angle that walks the whole width of Manhattan to get a, a, like a really specific loaf of bread. Yeah, one of those ladies that you know also has to go like up a five-story walk-up when she's at the end of this journey and is yeah. still going to be fine. Yeah, yeah Just okay. like indestructible. Or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, either <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, okay, Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> could work. And then we need like a, um, like a coach type of character, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nominate Eugene Levy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be there for like moral support to kind of like throw in little little comments from the side occasionally to be like, I'm proud of you, Jason Momoa. I don't know. I think like we need a little more tough love, like a, an iced tea or someone like that to come mm, really tell it like it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. And then iced tea would just be like roasting all the other universes. <laughs> yeah. He would just like clown on them so they'd be too ashamed to throw anything. Yeah. All right. All right. So you're telling Getting me Britney on... can utilize Ultra Instinct? <laughs> yes. The autonomous we kind? You're saying that. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Woo! Kyle, thank you for fun. your email. That was very fun. Uh, let's do some fucking plugs. Jake, what do you got going on? Uh, I am also trapped in a New York apartment and spend all of my days uh, recording podcasts, doing streams, and just uh, just really putting my very mediocre middle-aged Jewish man energy out into the world in any way that I can. Uh, go to uh, look up Wizard and the Bruiser, a comedy nerd history podcast available on Spotify. We just released our gem episode. I know I've been preaching the Church of Gem, but honest to God, uh, you will learn something in that episode and hopefully begin your gem journey today. 
It's genuinely one of the best podcasts out there. I'm not. I don't even really listen to podcasts. Aww. That's why I'm always like freaked out when people invite me on them. I'm like, oh no, I have to listen to this. But like, I it I cannot recommend it enough. And it's like they'll cover what you want. You know, if <laughs> whatever what you you're into, they want. probably already talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> that means a lot. I I genuinely love Dragon. I love ba- I love Balling Out Super, Balling Out Z, whatever uh, slag you guys are. F- <laughs> Say it, balls it, and you know, it, really means, it means a lot that you guys uh, said nice things. I don't, I don't know. Or Heisenberg with a Z, and it's the Z with the little cross through it, like in the Dragon Ball Z logo. Okay, Jeremy. All right, Katie, what do you got? <laughs> oh, you know. Find me at Twitter at Katie Rose on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Uh, that's that's all I'm plugging today. Chuck a chuck a plug plug. Nice. And uh, find me on nice. Twitter at uh, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out my other podcast, Generation Loss. This week we watched Hamilton, so you don't have to. Um, it's fine. It's You're fine. just mad at the people that like it. No, I know. I ended up having like a no, more positive I, opinion of it than I thought I would, but generally still I negative of its cultural sure impact. It's fine. I just Lin Manuel. I have personal beef with the beef is that I think he's annoying. He has such a strange, strong energy of like pathetic horniness. It's really weird. Yo. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> he just always seems like he's like, like if there was a camera watching him, he's like just like delicately wiggling his butt at it as he like looks over his shoulder. It's really weird. <laughs> That's what he sings okay. like. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super, super. super. Sexual butt. <laughs> <laughs>